0: So, what else you got?
1: Okay, so this one's far less tragic than Tammy and far less tragic than Donnie. Um, This one is this one still bugs me. I don't know what happened to this guy. Why he stopped recording or what he's really been up to since. Kevin Campbell. We
0: know. I mean, I haven't really
1: followed him. I really haven't followed him this this last decade. But all I know is that Prince, Quincy Jones, Babyface. All these guys co-signed for this dude. All at, of them. At, 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 think, think about that. Prince, Quincy Jones, and Babyface.
0: Narrative I, Michael Walden, the same guy that produced Whitney Houston did.
1: That the ultimate winning combination. And Tevin Tevin had the voice and he had the talent to back it up too. I mean That's he true. was a, a child, a child prodigy. I remember watching Graffiti Bridge and he was on there. Uh, that was back in what 88, 89. And then, yeah. and then tomorrow with Quincy with Jones. Um, man, that's a song right there, man. I have okay, I have a cousin, cousin Monica. She's about a year younger than me. Whenever that song plays to this day, she cries.
0: It's a great song,
1: it, it really is.
0: And you know how that song started, right? No, but the song began as a Brothers Johnson song, it began as an instrumental, it didn't have words.
1: It's funny you brought up Brothers Johnson because they're um I think Quincy Jones did a version of um You've been good to me. Uh, that good. was later yeah, was later we had you know Ray Charles and Chaka Khan on it. That's
0: um it. yeah. That song started as a brother Johnson thing too, yeah. yeah. Stopped it and yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, Tevin Campbell, he yeah, tomorrow was, was a really, really good song and it's another one of those songs where you just get lost in thought listening to it. Props um, to
0: Saida Garrett too for the lyrics.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's just there's just so much innocence and peace in his voice. You know, it, it's hard not to get caught up in that. Um, Agreed. And yeah, I, I just don't, I just don't get it with him. I don't understand what happened. He his first two albums did really well. Um, you know, he did just ask you to. That was on the Boys in the Hood exactly. soundtrack.
0: Ooh,
1: wow. Yeah, round around. I think that was produced by Prince. Obviously, you can yeah, tell. Yeah, I mean,
0: definitely Prince. The yeah. back,
1: the, back, the background vocals. Um, uh, Tell me what you want me to do. Another powerful ballad that he did on his first album. Um,
0: that note at the end of the book. right. What is right. it? Right. Like? And,
1: and then he even has a, a song on, on that first album. It's like a more up uptempo song, kind of called "Goodbye." Um,
0: yeah, I, uh, Kyle West.
1: Yeah, I've always another song that I've always liked. And then
0: AC and JoJo um, singing backup.
1: Oh, do they? Yeah. I never do that. I never do yeah, that. And that's them. And then he did a. a, a it's kind of an uninspired version of strawberry letter it was okay um
0: it's okay yeah yeah <laughs> that's another one of those you just can't cover
1: right you know um,
0: it belongs to it belongs to Shuggy. you can't cover it mm-hmm. and then
1: the second album was really when babyface started to really take over you know, for production um you know can we talk my favorite tim that's my favorite tevin song i love that song to death all day, uh, and
0: twice on sundays yes sir. yes
1: um uh, and then there's uh the he tried to do a seductive song called, "Shh," you know, Big yeah. Prince. That was kind of corny. Do you like him um, some homework? It was it was a little out there, but okay, whatever.
0: Am I getting you, know, you hot? Well, no.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the, the mid nineties, <laughs> you know, it was the mid nineties, you know, I'll, I'll give my pass for that, you know. Uh,
0: he was trying to grow up.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I think. <laughs>
0: this, this, this <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of the words now, like yeah. what, was, what were they thinking? Sorry, was, con-
1: was, was confused was confused on the first or second album I don't remember okay and then there's um what was the other song um, that he did?:
0: Don't say goodbye:
1: Yeah, don't say goodbye um, which
0: was the second tune in
1: uh, and then
0: let's cheat cheating the other is one? good cheating is good for the soul
1: It is it definitely <laughs> is actually:
0: I'm ready.
1: Yeah, I'm ready yeah that That's was the yeah that time. was. Um, yeah, that was what I was thinking of. But there's another one.
0: i um, Oh, Always What's in my of heart. That?
1: Yes, another yes. powerful tune that he did. And then he was—he even had a verse on the uh, Black Men United song. On um, you will uh, know. Yeah, you will know. Which had like every single R&B artist, male artist. Fr- he had the can first verse, right? And and they even get a verse <clears throat> on that track with all those with all those artists. We're talking like Boyz II Men, Joe C, Keith Sweat. Uh, D'Angelo, Brian McKnight, all these other R. Kelly was there pretty much any artist you can think of that was hot in RV in 94 was on that track and he got a solo and I remember he his, his third album uh, Backs to the World and he just, just kind of fell off from there, I don't know what happened he did he, he did another album I the think Tanner a
0: few years
1: ago yeah he did another, another album, I think when I was in high school like in the late 90s, 99 didn't do anything, it, it kind of just came and went and I'm like what happened Like, what exactly happened to this guy
0: yeah well i mean we i mean as as far as as far as what happened after that, we know what happened after that I think you remember
1: Um no, film me i' don't, I've seen pictures of him recently and I'm just kind of like Ew.
0: he was caught doing things okay
1: okay i re- I remember that like yeah
0: yeah, but I mean ended his career it's, it's two thousand and twenty now that like, part of it anyway i'm saying well but this this that's not when this happened right this was this was by now what about a decade and a half ago, I think maybe yeah. longer,
1: and you can kind of tell on this on that, that last album that all the lyrics in force uh, another way was very, very forced, the lyrics were very forced um, yeah, um, and you you can kind of tell that he was leaning in that direction you know anyway I, just,
0: I think but I think that 's the answer, I think it was just more i don 't even think that that was like. Mm-hmm. the label giving up because by that point i think he he might have been on if i let me see let me let me verify but i i don't was it was it quest by then or was he just on like straight warner brothers by then i
1: think warner brothers i believe let
0: I me mean, look i'm i'm looking no it was Qu- it was still quest was it, he was still was it on quest? quest yeah i'm wrong yeah, he was still on quest by then, but oh, it's yeah. it just it felt less like them giving up and more like him just kind of giving up, and the songs weren't there anymore.
1: Yeah, um, I don't did Babyface produce anything on that album.
0: See,
1: so, yeah, and I wonder, I wondered, like, what happened? Like, I don't know what happened between his second and fourth album, where he just it just completely just went off the rails. He just completely disappeared. Because um, he was he was always more mature than his age, if that makes any sense. Like his, his music. A bit, um, yeah. You know, just the people that just the people that he was surrounded by, that he worked with, um, and you feel you 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 would think when you have all those people in your corner that you that you'd have a much longer career, and yeah. it just it just it just fizzled out. I don't know, I, I don't I don't get it. And like you said, I guess there was that incident like you were talking about, but but man, it's just like you and would it think that was-
0: it was probably was that? just that he wasn't that guy. That's not really who he was. Um, and maybe he just got sick of being, trying to be that person.
1: Yeah, I, I get that. Will be. I mean, you get people that are 10, 11, kind of forced into the limelight, forced into that kind of life, and it, it can burn you out quick. We've seen, we've seen you know, a lot of child actors go south really, really Casey
0: quick. Casey Latta burned out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And just even like child actors, like you saw what happened to the young kids on Different Strokes and
0: High Bridges. Yeah, it was the yeah, first and, of Plato who ended up dead over it.
1: Like, yeah. And then even um uh Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks, he's he yeah. looks like he's you know, he's really going through it right now. And yeah. yeah there's something about that music industry in Hollywood and being a young kid going into that life, man. It 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 sucks you in and just eats you up, man. And uh yeah, but it, I, I, I'm, it's just kind of unfortunate that he was never able to kind of recover from that. Like, I see so many people from the 90s. Like, I see SWV making a comeback. I see um, Escape put out something new. I, you know, I see Portrait put out something new. And nothing from Tampa. Portrait? Yeah, that's exactly. And H, even H-Town, without their lead, you know, they put out stuff. High Five even attempted to put out stuff, but nothing from Tampa. I don't, I don't get it.
0: Um... I say nothing about high five.
1: Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> um, there's just nothing there anymore. Yeah, um, there yeah. Bless their hearts. Uh, bless their little hearts. But Dudley
1: Singer passed away, too. What's that? Dudley Singer passed away in the car accident, too.
0: No, he passed away because of asphyxia. Remember? I thought he was in a car wreck. No, nah, not him, bro. Because huh. he used to huff. Okay. That's what killed him. He huffed. He was huffing. <laughs> okay, he, o- he overdosed on huff.
1: And that was when two thousand three or two thousand four, somewhere in there,
0: something like that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And that completely killed them. Like there really is nothing left. I told you. Like they've during shows they were they were taken to lip syncing. Can you stand the rain by New Edition with that recording? Mm. That's where it is now. Like there's just there's yeah. just nothing left of it, unfortunately. So. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, like I said, all these all these older acts are you know making comebacks. They're releasing stuff. You know. But I I haven't heard anything happen. He he
0: did um, so he did uh, he did do one thing on um, on uh, Bassa Nostra, which is uh, a, which is the last Quincy Jones record that we got. He okay. did do he had a part in the remake of Secret Garden.
1: You have to send me a link of that.
0: It's, it's 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 kind of done in like a it's weird it's like a kind of like a Miami drum and bass kind of thing. It's double time. Okay you know it's it's weird you, you got to hear it and robin thick is on it and <laughs> it's it's very strange
1: okay it's I not to,
0: terrible but it's the the remake of pyt is fire it's so good um but i'll send it to you so you can hear it usher's on it too and
1: it, yeah because i think see that's another thing like there was he was just a talented singer as usher maybe even more so than usher and usher just you know, he
0: had more range than usher
1: Right. You know, obviously he didn't have obviously he didn't have the entertainment skills and you know the dance moves and all that stuff. But yeah, few do. Yeah, but I, I feel like his career should have been should have went a lot longer than it did.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think if he, I think it, maybe I think maybe you're right. I think maybe it was just a bit too much too fast. Yeah. And then he did something he shouldn't have done, and it's just taken him a long time to kind of try to recover from that. But he can still do it. Like every once in a while, you'll see. He can still can sing? Put clips up on Twitter as I follow his Twitter account. He'll okay. put will put clips of singing. He can still. He can absolutely still do it. He hasn't lost it at all.
1: Okay, that's he's good to little,
0: know. He's a little scratchy or up top, but that's just what happens when you get older. But yeah. he's still got all of his phrasing and the timing is still there. He hasn't lost it at all.
1: And he's not that old. He's what, 40, 41? He can't be. He can't be that much older than
0: I am. Yeah, he's. He's just. He may just be slightly older than you. Just a little okay. bit younger than me, even at this point. But yeah. Yeah,
1: that's the, that's not that's not old at all.
0: No, it's really not. It's really not. not He's the
1: same age as Usher.
0: Let me look. Uh, he's forty-three.
1: Okay, yeah. So that's what same age as Usher, or right around there.
0: He's roughly my age, roughly. Okay. Yeah. And can still do it. Can absolutely still do it. So very talented guy. But I agree with you. He that should have gone a whole lot further. We should still be hearing from him right now, frankly. Yeah. Maybe we will at some point he's threatened to do an album for years now. Hopefully at some point we'll get it. Okay. I'll certainly listen if it shows up. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so I was thinking of my second one was a singer who was, who has an absolutely incredible voice and still does. Um, she put out one album that didn't do anything. Um, Mm -hmm and then surfaced on Motown Records a couple of years later and hit the roof. All of a sudden she found herself. Um, we keep bringing up narrative to Michael Walden. That's the, that's the producer that she worked with that helped her find herself. And it's Shanice. Um, yeah. She put out her first record that did absolutely nothing. She worked with Brian Lauren on it, who's incredibly talented, by the way. No shade to Brian ever. But it just didn't work. She was too young, and it just it just didn't work. It was for a and m a and m didn't know what to do with her. They were too busy dealing with Janet at that point. yeah, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty <laughs> <laughs> You have to say it every time you have to yeah. Um, but uh, but at any rate, it just it just the, the experiment didn't work If it wasn't Janet, it was Amy Grant One of the two of them was just Monopoly Amy Grant <laughs> yeah. There's a name I haven't heard in a long time <laughs> I know, right? Not since 89 Yeah um, 89, 90, something like that But, mm-hmm. but yeah, so sh- That record didn't do anything And then she got to Motown And finally they got, Gerald Busby got it right and put her in the studio with Michael Walden and an out comes I love your smile. Do do yeah. do do do, which is the hook. And all of a sudden, she has a gigantic pop and R and B hit just like that.
1: I used to have a crush on her too.
0: Oh, I did too. I might yeah. still. <laughs> she's still gorgeous even now.
1: Is she, is she still married to um Flex?
0: Yeah, she's still married to Flex Alexander to to this day. Yeah,
1: that's good to know. That's, that's good to hear. The
0: marriage lasts in Hollywood.
1: I'm still I'm still mad at him about the Michael Jackson movie though. Very upset. Very, very upset.
0: What a bad idea.
1: What was he thinking?
0: He wasn't. He couldn't have been. Or he was thinking this.
1: I mean, if she would have left him over that, I wouldn't have been mad at her at all. I mean. I wouldn't have been mad at her. That was terrible.
0: Yeah, it was. It was every bit. that, And his impression was terrible. And the makeup job was bad. And <laughs> that was. <laughs> I, just. I, he For a time, he wasn't allowed to get to. He wasn't allowed to go to the cookout. Yeah. As a result of that movie, like he was disinvited from cookouts all over the world as a result of And
1: even the movie. story, the story made no sense like I don't know what they were going for
0: I have absolutely no clue but he oh. paid for, that for a while and he should have, he deserved it Golly, what was he? that Everything was think he got for that and so much more
1: I mean like was he actually in the, in the filming process Was he thinks to himself, this is going to be a good movie he couldn't have,
0: there's no way I can imagine the only thing he would have been thinking was this.
1: How much could he have really gotten paid for that, though? It couldn't have been that much.
0: Maybe he needed it. I don't know.
1: Oh, man.
0: You got to really need it to do that because, I mean, first of all, you're messing with Michael Jackson, which is just a bad idea in general, the way he's viewed, you know, and the way he's viewed by, like, actual music fans, not by the not by fly-by-night press nonsense. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. You know, by the black community, he's, he's viewed as he should be. Right. Go after him that way. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> it was just, I, I, I just, I saw about three quarters of it and I was like, I can't take this anymore. It was just so badly done. Not unlike the DeBarge movie that was done that showed up on that, that horrible thing that, with, the bad, with bad wigs and all that showed up on TV one. Like, I haven't
1: seen that one yet.
0: Don't just don't leave it where it is don't go near it it's not okay (laughs) sorry completely terrible it's like the it's like the mcdonald's of movies it's just awful
1: what about the alia movie that was pretty bad too wendy williams
0: yeah speaks for itself really i mean if you you don't get the family involved it's not going to be good and none of them did and it wasn't good none of those were any good it's like martin Bashir produced that michael jackson thing it just it just felt like a hour-and-a-half-long assassination is what it felt like. blackballed. He should, he, has he done anything of any note since, really? <laughs> like, I mean, I uh, guess he can get to the cookout now, but I think he has to bring his own food.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I think that's where we are now. <laughs> you got to bring the cornbread, otherwise you can't come in. Oh, man. But that's where we are with it now. But it was just, it was, it was pathetic. So, yes, fine. Flex Alexander blew it. Like, he gets the Darwin big time. But <laughs> but <laughs> but she did nothing. It's not. It ain't her fault. Yeah. But but she, so she puts out in her job, <laughs> the child blows up and you get. I love your smile. Of course. Silent which, prayer. Johnny which Gill. Which we always called do doo-doo, do 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 do. Nobody yeah. called it. I love your smile. We call it do 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 do. And then silent prayer. And then silent prayer with Johnny Gill. That yeah, really good. It was good. And yeah. the cover of loving you.
1: Okay, yeah, I do remember that.
0: My gosh. Um, that's That cover is... Abs- I had... So when I got that record, I got the cassette because it's mm-hmm. what we did then. Don't judge me. Um, because it was cheaper, darn it. And I was young and I didn't have any money. Um, but as soon as I... Re- they, they played that cover on the urban contemporary station out here pgc okay like what is that from is that like did she do it in a movie or something and i'm like looking trying to find it and i found out it was on the cd mm-hmm. which then means i have no choice so like literally straight into the car i in fact i think i borrowed my money from my mom at that that's what i did i borrowed money from my mom's and I drove to Tower and had to get the CD. No, I drove to Record World to get it. That's where oh. I got it from, in the mall. I went into the mall to get it. But I had to have that song. The cover is just dead perfect. It's such mm. a good cover. She nails it. It's in the exact same key. She's not playing. like, And she can still do it now at her age. Mm. She can still hit that, that those stupid whistle notes even right now. But just she's just a ridiculously talented singer. Um, you didn't think I'd come back this hard as silly. Um, like completely silly, but, but I get what she was going for. She was trying to be, she was trying to be a kid and, you know, trying to, trying to be edgy and that's what she did. And the remix is good too. Like Hakeem's remix of I Love Your Smile.
1: I've heard that before.
0: Bro, with the rap in it, which she kind of nails.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing how she's had a very long career, a, a nice solid career, but she never really she 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 was on the cusp, but she was never able to break through like a Brandy or a Monica.
0: She was like Lilia. she was almost like she was just under the water the whole time.
1: Right, you know, and even even going on Family Matters didn't really help her. It didn't really elevate her as it should have because that was that show was very very popular at the time, you know. But for whatever reason, it, it never it just didn't propel her where she needed to be and she had all the tools she was she very attractive looking very easy on the eyes very like very very,
0: easy on eyes yes
1: very sexy voice but not overly you know not overly sexual just she's just just a really good singer it's a very solid all-around performer but it just never like you said she just never blew up the way you know like you know people that came like brandy came after her monica aaliyah and they just kind of they just kind of took off and she was never able to get to that point for whatever reason
0: and yeah um, and what was interesting too is that she even had, like, she even had sufficient pop sensibility, like "Saving Forever for You," yeah, off the, off the uh, Beverly Hills 90210 set. It's a pop song through and through. It's a Diane Warren pop song, mm-hmm. and she still she had enough pop sensibility to get that over. So she wasn't like your average female R and B singer. She could do right. both,
1: and, and it's, it, it's kind of baffling, to, like, why she never, why she was never able to break out. Like, was it? Her record label, not the marketing. The app. I mean, I don't. I don't understand.
0: So I will say that on that. This is my thought. I will say that. Do you have you ever heard Twenty One Ways to Grow, the second record she did? Yeah. So, okay. So that album had turned down the lights, which I think is her best song. Um, it's so. Gosh, it's so good, and Babyface's vocals just destroy me. And that bridge is just so perfect, and it's and the production is chef's kiss it's so good um and it it dag like Bo watson wrote his face off on that song (laughs) the guy from midnight star like yeah wrote the music too it's just such a good song and she sings the full out of it like she was totally into it like this is like if you can have like you have you have shinny's coming to you going i want to grow up this is the song that you give them. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it was romantic. It had intention, but it wasn't lascivious and dirty. Yeah. Like it just, it felt sen- It was sensual. That's the word.
1: Sound like it's for you. Like it's for you.
0: Kind of, but this was even better than that. Ooh, she, oh man,
1: that's my favorite, that's my favorite Shanice song right there.
0: It is that is a good song. I'm not yeah. It loves for real. I love the way it starts with that British accent. This loves for real. But it's <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous. But the song is great. I just think that for me, like because I'm just so into singers like that, and plus mm. she was just ridiculously attractive at that point. <laughs> I had a I have had a thing for Shanice forever, ever. And certainly then, like, that was the height of it. But, like, I remember the day that that came out, I had to have that CD right away. And, like, I put that CD in the car, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it was just complete and total fire. So, to me, that song is, like, a best song. Yeah.
1: I I just remember, like, it's for you. Like I said, it goes back to Family Matters. Um, Mm -hmm. she She performed that on there. And then, for whatever reason, she teased me. And she, put out a, she had a, a, um, like a, like a one-and-a-half-minute one clip of Eddie Winslow when they are singing. And as a kid, I'm thinking to myself, man, she should be singing that to me. And years later, I went back to go try to find that song. Come to find out, a full version was never released.
0: It was never done.
1: So I, so I had to go on YouTube and I had to download that clip from Family Matters and I had to put that version on my iPod, and that's all I got.
0: That's, that's, it's a, and he sings the fool out of it, too, FYI. Right. Like it ain't like you right. can't sing either. He has a great voice.
1: They had good chemistry.
0: Yeah, they really did. They sounded good together. See, that's another missed opportunity. Why did he not have a singing career? Um, him, and,
1: him and Pam from Martin. Pam from Martin? Did she know Arnold?
0: Well, she's different, though, in that she... She could sing. She could. But she did use her voice more than you... Maybe more than you realize. She was one of the... She was in the Greek chorus of The Little Shop of Horrors.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm talking about, like, a full-fledged art, like, kind of like what Jimmy Fox did, or...
0: Tisha Campbell did a, Did a record.
1: Yeah, her, yeah, she's okay. She's she's decent. I, l- really. I really
0: liked her voice. You didn't like her voice.
1: It is, but when, when she's singing, like when, when like when they were doing a pasta peas, you know, Martin, mm. she could she couldn't hang with Tishina Arnold. She couldn't. She couldn't hang.
0: Well, because Tishina Arnold was more th- was throatier. She's like yeah. a throatier singer, and Tisha Campbell is all treble. Yeah but I like it. I mean, I like the, I like the tone of her voice, but I do, I agree with you. Like she is throatier.
1: Did you see, there's a thing on YouTube that resurfaced about three or four years ago. Uh, um, at Tisha Campbell, um, she's singing a Rihanna song. Uh, I think you, and I don't know what happened, but I guess people were like heckling her or something like that. I don't, I'm not sure exactly what happened. And right as she's about to exit the stage. She like looks around and she like throws up the middle finger and she like walks off the stage have you seen that?
0: No, have you I seen haven't that? seen it.
1: It's it's kind of funny.
0: Wow, Damn, <laughs> I haven't seen that. I, I didn't even know about that.
1: And I'm like, I don't know what happened there. I'm not sure if people were heckling her or what, but she like looked around for a second and she like flicked off the crowd and she like walked up the stage. Dang, it's very very weird. Just weird.
0: That is weird. <laughs> wow, i don't have, have to see it. I haven't. Uh...
1: Yeah, obviously, I going to find that and send it to you
0: yeah yeah i haven't i've never seen that that's that's weird yeah because it ain't like she doesn't have the chops
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: but so but so 21 ways to grow basically just it, it's to me anyway like it had it didn't have songs it just it the attitude was right the cover is the cover was a problem for me at that age um but i'm just being real about it um, but the it had turned down the lights on it, and it had when I say that I love you.
1: It didn't have it had like I like him. I wish it and, did.
0: They were the they, yes, they were there.
1: It didn't have it. It didn't have a, I love I love your smile on there. Basically, what you're saying.
0: Not a well. It could have. I think when I say that I love you could have been that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that song's interesting because it was kind of like a reunion with Brian Lauren who did wait, her wait, first
1: wait, wait, which which song?
0: When I say that I love you.
1: Was that even
0: a single? It, I don't think it was, no. Okay. They just, they went, they did turn down the lights and then they went to that Chris Stokes nonsense to try to get more singles. Yeah. yeah. The guy that worked with, uh, with Immature and
1: Marcus Houston and yeah, E2K. Yeah, it just yeah. it
0: wasn't, they were, bar- those things were barely songs. They were just chart grabs. Yeah. And just the record wasn't good enough. It just it didn't have the songs. And I remember listening to it the whole way through and going, "Well, this isn't very good, is it?" Like, there's literally like just two songs. And Ace Boom Coon was such a mistake. Like, what were they? You've heard that, right? <laughs> I got an Ace Boom Coon. Ace my Ace Boom. Ace Boom Koon. I can't even with that song. Uh-huh. <laughs> like what are you doing like you don't have to do this you have chops leave this to people who can't sing you don't need this you know and how it goes man really some of these some
1: some of these record execs say hey you got to sing this song or you got to put this one an on album get rid of this one and put this on there this will get you it was uh, just you know,
0: completely wrong for her like yeah come on y'all like this is terrible it's just it's the worst thing on the record so th- th- I th- to your question, I think that's what happened. It just she didn't come with the songs the second time. First time she did, second time, she just didn't. There was only two.
1: You know what song I did like? It was not her third album, When I Closed My Eyes. I thought that was pretty good.
0: So we have to go there. So yeah. OK, so a couple of years pass, and she's doing background dates with people. Like, she sang Background in Unbreak My Heart for Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. You can hear her clearly at the end. Um, she did a uh, she did a live at the Redwoods thing with Kenny Loggins of all people. Uh, she Please, did a song let's... with him called "I Would Do Anything." It's just gorgeous. It's so good.
1: Remember, she did a song on the Pocahontas soundtrack. That's true.
0: I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. And then, and then, as you said, she did "It's for You." Mm-hmm. And she did. Uh, uh, oh dang it! The, I can never remember the name of the one from Boomerang.
1: I don't want to love you. That's it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's a, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like she, it's not like she wasn't active. She just wasn't. She just didn't make a record.
1: Yeah.
0: And as far as I know, at that point, she wasn't on Motown anymore. Um, but but she was just kind of doing these like these one-off things here and there, and then finally, Babyface decides, okay, enough already, because she was doing backgrounds for him mm-hmm. on the uh, on the live thing that he did the MTV Live thing along with after seven and, and, and a couple of others and so he's like fine let's do this and so he signs her to the face and creates the Shanice the Shanice album yeah which is another cover that i had a problem with because it's just she just oh. does the album covers because she's no because she's amazing like she's just she's a gorgeous woman yeah uh, and photographs really well, um, but and, it, and I have that cover too. I think it's. I think I put it on the site. If I didn't, I will. I believe. her. You, you perv, basically. <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> I'm a perv. She's just a beautiful woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but she so but when I close my eyes, comes out, which I think Shantae Savage wrote, and you remember her, don't you? I oh, will survive. Yeah. Yeah, they did the cover mm-hmm. with uh, of I will survive. She wrote the tune. And Mm. so, um, along with uh, uh, Warren Campbell, I believe it was. Um, And so, but that song came out and that was never supposed to do what it did. Like that was just supposed to get like the black audience back. It completely crossed over pop. Nobody was looking for that. And then after that, like she she... came out yesterday.
1: Yeah, that was the Beatles uh, remake.
0: No, it wasn't. No, it's not a Beatles cover. It's a Montel Jordan tune. Shep Crawford, Montel Jordan, wrote that song. I'll
1: have to go back and listen to that.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I would only hurt you more if I okay. okay. I'll
1: have to go back and listen to that. I'm
0: pretending that I feel like I did yesterday.
1: And then she did uh, You Need a Man. That was in that
0: album. And I know you need a... Yeah, that's, a good, that's another Montel Jordan one. She used to yeah. on that record. Uh, you Can Bounce is great. Yeah. It had the, the record No Remedy. Bruh. It. Ha- I love that song. That's that's my favorite song off the record. But it had the babyface thing. Um, you've heard that song, right? Yeah. It's such a great song, and she's totally into it. Like it's such a it's such a great vocal, and the production is great, of course. Because baby I, w-
1: I want to get your thoughts on this song. Take care of you.
0: I'd have to hear it again. It's been too long.
1: Oh man, that. If if you having problems with Shanice, you definitely have problems with Freddie. <laughs> Cause this, this was probably like 2006, 2007. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that song right there, man. She's basically talking about like, you know, catering to her man and, and oh. I'm going to take care of you. Flex is in the video, actually, which is pretty nice. Is.
0: Oh, yeah. you mean off the uh, uh, the right, the, 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 in, the indie record she did.
1: Yeah, it, it actually got some play on um, some of the quiet storm stations out here in Texas. I don't know what it did out there in D.C., but it got some play out here in Texas. So
0: I don't remember hearing it here.
1: Yeah, but man, just the way she sings and how she kind of she kind of whispers, but then she sings and then she goes back to, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. She could, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I feel <laughs> it. She, can, yeah. she has such a great voice,
1: such a great. Yeah, voice. she does. But she's yeah, very underrated.
0: Yeah, very, very. Like that, that, that Shanice album. If nothing else, should have just broken her, and they mm. set it up to do it. And the songs were there like even more so than inner child like the songs were there and it's like when i close my eyes comes out and that does the trick and oh great we're set and mm. then they put out yesterday which isn't a bad choice and radio goes nah yeah
1: but i remember when i closed my eyes did did pretty good
0: very well like it was yeah. but then it's like yesterday comes out and it's like nah and i'm like Oh, I'm watching this and I'm going, oh no, 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 no! Like, there's so much more on this record. <laughs> like, this can't be happening again. And it and it did. Like after that, there was just no more. And the face stopped promoting it. And
1: yeah, I've, I've I've always wondered how that how that single process goes. Like I know there's certain songs that they write that they're gonna put out, but I wonder how they go into choosing like their second and the third and sometimes their fourth single. Like how they go about doing that. Because I mean, there's certain albums you listen to, and it's it's pretty clear that they didn't really make the record with singles in mind. Kind of like with Joe C's third album, like they just kind of released some stuff. And yeah. nothing re- but nothing was really meant to be a single per se.
0: That's you know, yeah. That that album was like the poster child for that. Like we're just putting stuff out. You, think. I mean, it
1: was I mean it was a good album, and you know, they had some good cuts on there, but it nothing was yeah, nothing was really made for the radio though.
0: It was just like. It was just like one of those records, quite yeah. unlike the Shanice album. But it was one of those right. records where Devante was just focused on doing Making the stuff music. they wanted to do.
1: Right, right. And
0: I'm giving it, and then it's like they gave it to the record label, and they went here, and now deal with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It
0: very much felt like that, and the lack of a promotional strategy felt like that too. Like they, yeah. made, they're like, well, I want to deal with it, but I don't know how. I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. So, I mean, they were badly missing Puffy at that point, because Puffy would have known. Puffy got yeah. Jodeci right. He knew what to do with them. Yeah. And it's like, when he left, there was the direction kind of, there was no direction anymore.
1: Yeah, Puffy's not as talented as people make him out to be. But one thing, he, he can market his ass off, though. He can. He yeah. Can he can market his ass off. He got yeah. them
0: started. Without Puffy, they don't exist.
1: Right,
0: Uptown. Yeah. They just don't. because he was an intern at Uptown and got them and got them got them running. And he did that right. all by himself. And right. Mary J. Blige, too, has a mm-hmm. thing. Her career yeah. is because of Puffy. Yeah. It doesn't exist other or Diddy. It doesn't sorry. Yeah, Diddy.
1: Career, he, yeah.
0: It doesn't exist in, it, her career doesn't exist without without Diddy. Like, just doesn't.
1: Yeah, because he, he just knew how to market he knew he knew how to he knew how to he knew it was gonna grab a person's ear. Like the casual audience, he knew it was going to grab them.
0: He knew, he knew that it had to have a look. Right. It had to look like something, too. Yeah, it's great if you can sing, but we're not in the Christopher Cross era anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't be, no shade, Chris, you can't be ugly and sell records. Right. Not anymore. You could then, but you can't be now. Like right. You, it, certainly in the 90s, you couldn't. You had to have a look. yeah. Puffy gave Jodeci a look, gave Mary J a look, turned her into the queen of R&B soul, gave her a hook.
1: And even the hip hop stuff, because she was still kind of rapping at that time, too. And that was kind of up his alley. So he kind of just... Oh, completely. He figured out how to, how to kind of mesh those two. And Mary J is one of those, those people, man, like, like you're not going to catch a dude in the hood bumping Whitney Houston or Tony Braxton, but a dude can roll down the street bumping Mary J, and nobody's going nobody's gonna to second guess him.
0: Oh, when you heard it, like you, you, you would hear them rolling down the street over on Halls Hill by me. You'd hear them rolling down yeah. the street playing My Life for sure. Yeah, and, and nobody's going to question it. Or You're that's All I, I Need to Get By. I heard lots of that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, Method Man. And yes. Yeah. But, th- but that's, that's, that was the genius of Mary J. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you didn't have to. You didn't have to. You, didn't, you could be a dude and bumper music and not be ashamed to do it.
0: Yeah, or Real Love. You heard that too. Not as yeah. much, but a lot oh, really? of You're All I Need.
1: And, and real love was actually like a, um i think i don't know who i don't know who makes the beat but that was actually like Mark a morales
0: from but, uh the fat boys believe it yeah or not. but but, but marky d
1: did it but like in the late 80s audio audio two uh top villain you've heard that song
0: was, wasn't it again
1: it's called it's called top villain by audio two um, I haven't MC,
0: heard
1: that. mc light's cousins it's, it's considered like a hip-hop classic late 80s that was like the only thing that they did that was worth listening to though. And that's where they sampled the beat for real life for real love, I think.
0: Get out. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll send it to you. It's a yeah. It's yeah. like a coke. It's it's like it's like a hip hop cult classic. Like if you were alive. You know, live.
0: would think I would have heard that. I, I not only do I not remember that, I don't remember ever hearing it out here either.
1: You probably have. You probably just don't remember. Probably once you hear it, you'll probably remember like, okay, I've heard this before. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Weird. Huh, that's interesting. I didn't know where that cuz it's I mean it's just three chords.
1: Yeah.
0: Surely you can come up with that in about 5 minutes. So Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But it's but it but it works. And actually it's not true. When you get to the middle eight there's more than three chords, but Yeah. But either way, like you know, it's it's a combination of it's a combination of a bunch of things that made that work, most of it being Mary J. Yeah. Cuz others have covered that song and they never do it anywhere near as well as she does.
1: Never. Yeah, Mary Jane.
0: Yeah, but it's but people at that point had to had to have a look. And maybe that's what it is. I mean, when it comes to when it comes to Shanice, probably not the look, but it's like it just felt like LaFace just gave up too fast. 'Cause it was all there. Like all the tunes were there. It's like, well, we needed we need an album with hits. They're there. No remedy's a hit. There's no way it's not a hit. You just missed it. You well the can thing is a hit. Like come that, on. Was her,
1: that was that was around what, ninety nine, two thousand. So that was kinda around of the time so LaFace was kind of on its way down at that point. You know, it wasn't the babyface wasn't the most in RP producer at that point, or he was kind of on his way out. So I mean, I, it kind of makes sense. Becoming a
0: little less by then, that's true.
1: Yeah, so it, it kind of makes sense that he, that that didn't get the promotion that it needed to, because I mean, that wasn't really the sound that people were looking for in 99. It was more about Dark Child and Timbaland and, you know, people, people like that.
0: But it's not like You Can Bounce didn't sound like that. I mean, it wasn't Dark Child didn't do it, but yeah. it had kind of, it had the same kind of a sound and it was full of attitude and...
1: Yeah, yeah, it was.
0: It's like come on like this is such a hit why are we missing this maybe it was the fact that they followed with a ballad maybe yesterday was just too soft
1: yeah no yeah and that's not something you should be releasing in 99 as a single i don't think
0: it's such a great the problem is it's such a great song though
1: like, yeah I, I agree with you
0: i mean it, it it doesn't like the protagonist doesn't come out of it looking very good she looks like trash <laughs> It's a really well-written song, because it's like, well, I used to love you, but I don't feel like I did yesterday. Like, right. Oh, no wait. Like, <laughs> ain't nobody worried about you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but, oh. it is, but it's such a good song. The chords are very pretty, and she sings it well. She, no, it's not about somebody else. It's about me, yeah. which, as a guy, you do not want to hear. Right. Because then it's... <laughs> it's it's a bit it's a little trash but but the sentiment is trash but the song is great maybe and maybe it was the sentiment maybe that was the problem right that could have been it i don't know but for whatever reason to your to your point earlier it's like she went like this and it's like dang it not quite like
1: yeah so and your
0: misses in that career you know
1: and she said she had a long career like you said started in what 87 and but yeah just i don't know and like you just couldn't didn't break through for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, never quite connected. So, and the, and that uh, the indie record she did is very good. It's worth hearing. because yeah. of course it's Shiny, I'm going to buy it. So. And I'm going to
1: send. I'm going to send you the song from Flex, man. You're going to be mesmerized. You're going to be like, man, like I wish you were singing that to me right now.
0: Oh, I've heard the one with yeah, the one with Eddie. I've heard it.
1: Not that one. The one with uh, um, Flex. The one that came out in 2006. Um, she's took Take care of you.
0: I'm going to send it over to you. That was, That's on that album. I just need to take the album out. Okay. <clears throat> I have it on a CD. All right. I just need to take that thing out and listen to it. And I will for sure.